Episode 2. Your ability to negotiate largely determines the quality of your returns. Hello and welcome to Episode 2 of Negotiations Paraphernalia, a series of podcasts that would cover everything around negotiations, one that will set you up for enrichment and excellence. I'm Krishna Panika, joining you from Dubai, continuing my creative pursuits during the COVID times by connecting with people across the globe to bring you interesting thoughts and invaluable insights. And I continue my conversation with Prakash Jugani, who's an international negotiation skills trainer and a leadership coach. Hey, Prakash, thanks for joining. I really enjoyed myself listening to your last episode, and I'm really excited to know what you have in store today. Hi, Krishna. So great to be back. Uh, really excited to share some very interesting aspects today. You know, it's simply amazing to realize the versatile nature of negotiations, especially in the myriad of areas of its applicability in life. I don't think there's a single area where negotiation is not required. And so today, let me just shed light to this fact and see that, you know, when I apply my negotiation ability across these areas, uh, how marvelous the results become in my life, and which really signifies the importance of negotiation and shows that if I'm a good negotiator, I'm actually good in life. Uh, many a times we criticize and complain about a lot of things that happen to us when what we need is simply to negotiate in a better way. Let me start by just talking about an example that is pretty well known to people, but they probably have not seen it in this particular way. So there's this beggar on the street and he has a sign over there saying, I am blind, please help me. And he's truly blind and he's waiting for people to come and put a few of their pennies uh, in his begging bowl. But hours pass by, nobody is doing anything to help the guy. But there's one person who comes there, turns the board around, changes those words, and just puts the, puts the, put the board back there. And all of a sudden, the bowl starts just filling up with all the money possible within a in probably an hour's time. The guy's shocked and he almost senses this person again pass by and asks her, so tell me, what did you really do? She says, I didn't do anything. I just changed the words on that board. From I am blind, please help me. All that she wrote there was, it's a beautiful day, but I can't see it. Just the shift from the earlier words to the new words, all of a sudden evoked empathy in everybody else. It evoked a response that was not possible with the previous word. Now this beggar could be sitting there full day just saying, people are really not doing anything for me. They're not helping a blind man. Something's wrong with the world outside. People have lost this sympathy or the empathy. But no, all that he had to do was to just change the way he was communicating with everybody else. And that made a massive shift in his whole, you know, the way he was able to thereafter get what he wanted. Um, I'm also reminded of uh, a story of an astrologer who used to look at people's palms and he would predict a lot about how they're going to be in terms of, you know, their longevity, their health and so many other aspects of life. And so one of these uh, astro astrologers, I remember he told one uh, a young lad that, you know what, you're going to be dying much before your relatives. Uh, and so when he heard that, he was a little bit upset. He said, how dare you tell me that I'm going to die much before them or at a much earlier age. And he was kind of, 
you know, taken aback and he didn't really respect this astrology anymore. The astrologer went back saying, you know what, I just spoke the truth, but the guy can't digest it. So how can I speak the truth in a way which is more digestible? And thereon, whenever people would come and he would see that they're going to be dying a little earlier than the rest of the people in his family uh, or relatives, he would say, uh, you know, your ancestors are going to outlive you. And people were able to digest, and that was more palatable than the other one, the way he would say that you're going to be, you know, dying early than the rest. So just by the shift of these words, what a big change actually took place. So just the communication where you don't realize, but in a way you're negotiating for something better for yourself. Uh, and you're doing that in a very nice fashion and you get what you want. And if you're not able to do it in a nice fashion or in the most appropriate or more effective way, you don't get it. Uh, let's look at the family in the household. Uh, there is, you've, got, you've got families who want to go out together for drives. They want to move from one place to another place, or they're just going for a vacation. And then there's this real example of uh, two children uh, and a couple. And so they would go for drives. And usually there's always a fight between the two kids in terms of who's going to sit in the front seat. Uh, and the one who wins it is always better off. And the other one who's sitting in the back is always cribbing and crying. So then they had a beautiful understanding. They said, okay, listen, this is how we're going to do it. The person who gets to sit in the front seat gets a front seat. That's perfectly fine. But the one who doesn't get the front seat gets to decide what runs on the radio. That person will choose the sound system. And so then, because that was also another favor of the kids, you know, they really wanted to be choosing what they have to listen. And so once they started understanding that one who gets this, who doesn't get that, and one who gets that doesn't get this, then they started becoming a little more relaxed and easy because they know that if I don't get the front seat, I get control of the sound system or the stereo. And the other guy says, okay, fine. Even if I don't get the stereo, I at least get the front seat. So then all of a sudden, the fighting, the cribbing, the crying reduced and people were more easily able to see that I can actually move to a space which is good for me either way. And so it was just a matter of one of the members of the family coming up with an idea like this where everybody gets to win and we've resolved a problem that seemed to be really difficult, which always would end up in people fighting. So there are so many possibilities that we see across, uh, and it's not just at home or not just communication in general, but look at war situations. To me, a war is nothing more than a failed negotiation because if we negotiate effectively, we would never go to war. And even otherwise, there are so many ways in which through the war as well, we are able to negotiate and we can negotiate effectively to bring wars to end. Uh, or sometimes it could even just be like an example within, uh, let's say, India, where we had Mahatma Gandhi. When Mahatma Gandhi, when he decided to do that fast for three weeks, Indians would go silent. The English viceroy to India would shiver. And the prime minister of England, Winston Churchill, would shake literally <laughs> on his chair. Mm. Not a word spoken by Mahatma Gandhi but massive agendas achieved. And that was the power of his negotiation just by being able to get into a fasting mode. And so these are the ways in which we negotiate. And when we understand negotiation and what we can achieve through negotiations, amazing lifestyle, amazing richness in our whole world. Great. Uh, you know, all these examples go on to cement the fact that negotiation skills are used by everyone, right from the kids to the man on the street, in wars. But you know, Prakash, to be more relevant, uh, especially since most of the listeners would be 
somebody from the corporate industry or an entrepreneur in the corporate industry where probably everyone is an ace negotiator how do you stand out studies show krishna that having good negotiation skills plays an important role in your success as a corporate executive and your potential for advance in organizations uh, being a good negotiator allows you to build maintain and improve relationships in the workplace and uh, that's extremely important uh, if you want to be successful as a manager or as a leader because you're trying to influence people that's what leadership is all about additionally being a good negotiator also makes you more efficient instead of spending hours arguing with people and trying to force them to do what you want you can reach agreements find solutions to tough problems and keep work moving ahead more easily and far more smoothly if you negotiate effectively finally being a good negotiator helps you achieve important goals uh, career goals especially and get you what you need uh, for yourself for your department and for your organization uh, i have a personal experience uh, my boss uh, way back when i was starting off my career uh, was roy brooks uh, he was a britisher who was managing me and i was a sales executive working for his department where we would actually do waste management now i had just completed my mba and i wrote a descriptive letter to him after i had a chat in terms of what all i had studied what were the subject i had completed and what was i capable now of handling and how important was it for me now to move just from being a sales executive which i was successfully being able to manage to moving up to managing a group of sales people so i wanted more responsibilities i wanted more uh, you know i wanted to really scale uh, and expand my horizon so we went back and forth with the various opportunities were, that were available in the group of companies that i worked for and in a month's time i was promoted three levels up to a manager with pnl responsibilities for an entire region in uae so that was an amazing feat because i just used my negotiation abilities to let him know what i was capable of and what i wanted and so i got what i really uh, much more than what i thought i would be getting fantastic well i'm um, you know i think you know in the corporate industry this is where you need it more um being able to negotiate through your career what do you have to say about that certainly uh, krishna i understand that it's important for us to be good at negotiations in the corporate world it's important it's critical over there but i believe that negotiations are useful critical and important across every area of life you know a simple example of putting a child to bed some of the most difficult negotiations are with children <laughs> very often yeah we are, we are yeah we are unable to negotiate with them and we blow our top we lose our temper and that's i feel unfair in mm. any negotiation it's important for us to stay calm and composed it's only then that we have access to the best ideas when we negotiate with the kids and with teenagers we need immense patience and we need faith that we can come out with solutions that each of us can benefit from stay on course of the conversation don't teach kids to quit or to lose their patience and so your behavior today with them will decide how they are going to interact with you and others in the future 
And so we've got to really be good negotiators. We've got to be persevered in our goals. And we've got to try and see how can I stay patient but negotiate so that we are able to come to a solution that's going to be beneficial to both of us. And so that's with children. And so we really need to be good negotiators, amazing negotiators. They are the ones who really will test our negotiation skills. Finally, Krishna, negotiating with the self. I believe negotiating with the self is the epitome of negotiation. Should I listen to this or should I not? Should I pursue this or should I quit? Should I begin this or should I not? Should I continue these acts of kindness or not? To do or not to do, to be or not to be. So when negotiating with the self, always remember, begin with believing in yourself and pay attention to your strengths. Begin from the inside, access that space where you know you are good at, where you know that you have got the resources to be positive and to have absolute esteem about yourself. And then from that space, come out, make decisions, and think whether you've got to go ahead or not, do or not do, listen or not listen, and you would always get it right. And so it's important for us to have this brilliant connection with our higher selves in terms of the better self that is all there within us. And when we do that, we are great negotiators ourselves, and with that, we are able to negotiate extremely well with the outside world. Absolutely. Well, to be or not to be, to do or not to do, even though we have just these two options every time, guess they are the most toughest ones to make. Probably we'll look into this in one of the upcoming sessions. Prakash, uh, this was indeed a very informative and valuable session. Thanks very much again. Uh, and I look forward to the next episode with you. Krishna, thank you so much. Uh, I enjoyed the session as well, as always. So thank you so much and adios. Right. Thank you to all the listeners out there. As always, please keep listening, sharing and supporting. Until next time, stay safe and take care.